What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Peace Spot. I'm your host, Paris. And I'm Pearl. And today we're going to get into some things. But first, I just wanted to thank everybody who's been listening and supporting us so far. Um, I really appreciate the feedback. It's been pretty fun. Uh, Pearl, I know you've been getting some feedback, too, about the podcast. I love it all. Thank you so much for all the suggestions and all the people who are tuning in. Right. And so we just look forward to doing some more stuff. So moving right along um, into our topic for today, um, I don't know about you, but I've really felt like the last, well, we've had a weird couple of weeks in general with the kind of climate that's been going on in the world, uh, specifically related to racial issues. Um, It's been real weird. Yeah, it's been really weird. The internet has been popping with just all type of content from videos to memes to posts and um, it's just been a lot that's been going on. And I know we haven't really talked about some of that stuff that's going on because it's heavy. And I, I know we, I needed a break from it. It's very heavy. And I honestly say like I had to step away from social media for a while because it's, it's hurtful. It's not, it's not always positive. And I understand that change is never always going to be positive, but if you let it carry that burden, it's just too much sometimes. And that's where I was at. Agreed. I definitely needed to take some time off, just, you know, sign out of my social media because it was everywhere. And if you're listening to us talking, you're, you, you have no idea what we're referring to <laughs> over the last uh, couple of weeks. There's just been a lot of protesting related to the uh, mistreatment of black people specifically, because I was going to say minorities, but specifically uh, black people, African-Americans in the United States. And because of that, it's been a lot of conversation going on and people have been having some you know really strong reactions uh specifically uh we've been seeing videos pop up of people that the you know the community will lovingly call a karen (laughs) uh and i'm really excited to talk about this yeah yeah so for those of you that don't know a karen is a white woman um, I don't think there's a specific age for a Karen, but no. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's typically a white woman um, who is upset about anything and everything that a person of color is doing and they take it upon themselves to um, interject their opinion, cause a scene, confront or assault these people. I just don't understand what they're even doing at this point. Like it was, it was it's never acceptable. I just don't understand. And that's why they will forever be Karens. Right. And even the term Karen has like pissed a lot of people off because they look at it as a derogatory term. Uh, I've seen some people they take it as far. They have a lot far... of nerve. They, they well, they, I, I think so nerve. too. <laughs> why do you think they have a lot of nerve? Because like there are so many derogatory terms out there and I feel like this is one of the nicer ones. And it was just literally a way for us to be like <sighs> you're not going to change. Okay, Karen. Like, think of all the terms that there are for people of color. And I mean that in all minorities. And we chose Karen. <laughs> like, right. Like, we didn't even do it to harm nobody. Like, everything that they say against anybody else. And we chose Karen. That should just show you. Right. I definitely agree that the word could have been a lot worse. And I don't even think that when people say the term Karen, they mean it to be as derogatory and as malicious as, um, for instance, like when people say the N word. 
Because no. when when you know when they say that, we know what type of place they coming from. I think the word the term Karen is a more sarcastic term, if anything. Literally, it was really created in house. That was for us, right? Well, these uh, Karens have been really running wild, and I'm pretty sure you can go on any social media platform right now, and you could probably hashtag Karen, honestly. <laughs> And find a video because I know literally like every day for the last two weeks I've seen some type of video of um, a Karen uh, approaching people and harassing them. Um, I, I saw a video of a Karen walking up um, where they I, I believe she was in a neighborhood and she was walking up on a family who was coloring outside their property with chalk on the sidewalk. And she took it upon herself to question them if they lived in the area if they were homeowners, um, basically telling telling them that she did not appreciate them being there. And the problem is, we know that she only did that because these were minorities. Exactly. But let's not even talk about the, the social media Karens. Like, we deal with Karens in everyday life. Uh, what they just weren't prepared for is that we will find out who you are. And we, we, and we do have questions. Right. Yes, because all of these Karens and what is the term? Are they calling the men Kins or Kevins? What are we going to call them? The Kins, the Kevins. The The Kevins and Kins. I don't know what the appropriate term is at this point, but let's just go with, let's just go with Ken. The Kins. The Kins. So yeah, we'll we'll roll with Ken. Okay. (laughs) But you know, yeah. So these Karens and Kins, because these Kins have been added too. I don't know if everyone had kind of seen, there was a video of, you know, a bunch of kids like ripping signs out of you know children's hands that were protesting black lives matter um trans lives matters there were um kids harassing people in the park um just all type of foolery to be honest and also you're a kin if you're married to a karen like even if you're not the one who's blatantly doing it you are married to a karen and you did not stop her you're now a kin that's true because I guarantee there's a bunch of kins out there married to a Karen and they feel like, oh, well, that's my crazy wife doing that nonsense. But it does directly affect you and you should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. And how did you not know if you didn't accept it? Because I've seen a few men who were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my wife did that. But y'all dated before you got married. How do you not know? That she's capable of ripping signs out of children's hands mm-hmm. that She's capable of going into a restaurant and complaining to management that she doesn't want to sit in a specific area. Or how about when you're on a walk with your wife and she felt the need to stop and ask somebody not to deface their own property with sidewalk chalk. Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I think it's just the audacity um, that they, that they even feel that they have the right to approach me. um, And when I say me, like a person of color, Um, and ask and question me about like who I am, what I'm doing, if I live in an area, if I have a right to do these things, because ultimately they would never question someone who looks like them. And we've seen it happen over and over again. And, and I, and, and, and to be honest, I don't have a problem with people being concerned. Like, you know, if I live in a nice area and I start seeing people who not, who aren't typically from around this area, I can understand why people are like, what's going on here. But it's a difference between being um, a typical neighborhood watch and then specifically targeting people based on their race and ethnicity. 
And see, I, I honestly don't even understand that because at no point in time have I asked anybody what they're doing in my neighborhood. True. I mean, I've never done it either. I may say it to someone in my immediate family, like, did you see that or what's going on there? But I, I've never walked outside my house and said, hey, right. what you doing here? And I also <laughs> really don't understand this, like, I'm going to call the police because I'm now concerned. For what? Because they know that if they call the police, that's going to inflict a certain level of fear. But what I need people to understand is that, well, I'm not even going to say that we're not afraid of the police because African-Americans, I think, will always have a significant fear of the police. And we can see and we know why and we continue to see why. Um, But I do think now we're starting to feel empowered enough that uh, call the police. Right. Like because that that doesn't hold as much weight as it used to. And that's very true. And I do like that. I do like some of this progressiveness. And I do like seeing communities come together because in all of these videos, I have really seen people come out of nowhere. People pull over on the side of the road and stop their car. Mm -hmm. Um, People who were in the neighborhood who witnessed such events, um, like the power of social media and the power of recording. Um, I'm really liking the community and it's, it's not just people of color. It's, it's all people who believe that change is necessary. And I like seeing that everybody's taking a progressive step forward. Yeah. Because yeah, these Karens have been getting people um, like of Asian descent. There was a woman in a park, she was stretching on a staircase. And I guess this elderly Karen who actually um, she was on Sean King's Instagram um, because she's been doing this to a couple people. She's been recorded um, and she was, you know making racially motivated slurs at this woman all because she was stretching i did see that and i and the girl handled herself very very well better than i probably would have handled myself exactly because honestly i don't necessarily know how i would react to someone approaching me and questioning me or just being really malicious and aggressive towards me especially if i'm minding my business and literally she was out there she wasn't taking up the staircase. She wasn't being rude. She moved to the side, you know, when this elderly com- woman came down. And it honestly started off as having nothing to do with race. It literally was just a, a younger lady trying to exercise and an older grandma Karen coming down the stairs. Right. And honestly, I appreciate that people are handling themselves so well because these situations could become way worse. But you don't know how people will respond. You don't, but I do, I do encourage people to, you know, respond appropriately because we also know that things can get lost and I would hate to see anybody catching real cases and charges when it was not your fault to begin with. And in these times we have to, you know, take extra precautions. We do, but I, I I believe I can honestly say that if a Karen or a Ken put their hands on me, it's a wrap for them. Um, I don't I don't think I could be nice about that. Or these people who are putting hands on children. That's where I draw the Oh line. my god. Yes, there was a video of a man, he was ripping signs out of a child's hand. And to be honest, that whole video perplexed me because the parents, I believe, were recording and they were yelling at the man asking her not to touch, you know, like don't touch my child. However, I'm like, "Mom, when are you going to like shove this man or muff him away from your child?" Literally. And that, that, that's the difference because you only got one time before 
you catch these hands, especially when it comes to my child. Yeah, it would have been over for him. There wouldn't have been no video recording because he would have got stumped out in that in that part. <laughs> no, Period. I don't even have time. I don't even have time to hold my phone. Right. Like, it's, it's over. It's a wrap for him. Right. We're not holding phones right now. But, exactly. you know, and that's just like an extreme situation. But I don't know. These Karens and Kens have been getting out of control. But like we were kind of talking about a little earlier, there are consequences to the Karens and Kens um, having these racially motivated behaviors because because we are recording things and and posting it on social media, people are losing their jobs and losing their businesses. Their livelihoods. Everything. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I don't care who I offend when I say that. I am so grateful. Like, whoever started this Twitter, Facebook, FBI group, (laughs) like, I love you. I appreciate you, and I hope that, you know, you stay blessed and highly favored. Right. And some people, I mean, it does pose a good question because some people were saying, is you know, is social media taking it too far, you know, by posting videos of these people and allowing people to search their information and ultimately ruin their lives? Or do you think that's justified? I feel like if you are confident enough to say anything in public, then you are also confident enough to deal with the reactions that come from it. Okay. I think it's that simple. Yeah. I, you know, it is a little crazy to me how good the internet is about finding you because people have been found with like very blurry pictures, but we've been seeing um, people have been coming out and apologizing, you know, after the fact, because people have been leaving uh, messed up Yelp reviews People Uh have been calling their businesses. People, uh, HR uh, representatives have been getting phone calls. And in 24 hours, people are losing their jobs and companies are making statements. And? Like, literally. And? (laughs) No sympathy. sympathy. Okay. (laughs) I have no sympathy. Like, I feel like at any point in time, you are a professional. And whether these jobs, you know, they have a business to run and employees are nothing but an entity and especially if you own your own business how can you feel that way about something and then still expect money because these people are customers as well everyone is a potential client if you own your own business and if you work for another company anyone is a potential customer so if you have these strong feelings of hate and if you are so belligerent to do them in public you don't deserve to work for that company and that's a job that can go to literally anybody else who's more accepting and can handle that same business that's true because i don't think it's an issue of you having a difference of opinion but i think when you are going in public and harassing people and just saying really disgusting and egregious things the companies have a you know they have a responsibility to speak on that and handle that and set the tone like you can't be out here doing these things like you can't be out here racially profiling and attacking kids and you know, calling people out their names just because it's a Sunday morning and you just don't feel like they should be there. Right. And I want to piggyback on make that very clear that racism is not a difference of opinion. Murder is not a difference (laughs) of opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, that's very true. Like, no one's out here saying chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. And if you don't agree, like you deserve to lose your job. Right. It's saying if you harass me, if you assault me, like you don't need to 
you're a bad person and bad people don't need to have blessings. Like you need consequences for your action. And I, again, I think whoever is running these FBI Twitter accounts. Especially black Twitter, black Twitter is out here catching people and ruining lives. And I'm here for it just because, you know, it's a consequence to that behavior. Right. Do these things, especially not in 2020. I want a he, uh, where are they now episode. I I really want like the Oprah channel. I need OM or BET. Mm-hmm. I need them to make a where are they now. And I want them to follow all these people. The little girl who's um, making racial slur TikToks. I want, you know, the lady in the park harassing people. I want to know where they are now. After the internet blew them up the spot, they lost their job. Parking lot Karen. I want to know where they are now. These were people who had high profile jobs too. Like, are they able to get in with another company? Like, I would venture to say that they are probably really salty and unemployed right now. But then again, there are companies who stand for this nonsense and they would probably gladly take these people in and hire them. I mean, it is sad. I do feel bad for them in the sense that they let their ignorance cause them to miss out you know, and struggle financially. Cause I don't wish that on anybody, but there are consequences to your actions. Um, but I guess to like take this discussion a little further too, do you think in general your behavior outside of work should affect your job? Yes. Um, and here's why, because I don't think a lot of people think of this when you sign your new hire paperwork or you go to onboarding and I understand that they ask you to sign a lot of papers, Typically, there are some type of documents that are um, like good faith policies, which means that you'll not only conduct yourself, you know, well at work, but you'll also conduct yourself outside of work. Uh, And sometimes people don't even know that they sign these agreements because they just sign papers, which is another reason why you need to read what you write. But this is how celebrities um, get let go from sponsorships when they get into trouble. Companies have the exact same policies, and that's from if you work for Google or if you work for the local supermarket. I was just thinking about celebrities, too, and, we'll t- yeah. and we can get into that, too, a little later. Um, you know, I'll admit I don't necessarily always think about that um, when I'm living my regular life. Not that I do anything in my regular life that I think would cause me to lose my job, but we are not always the same people that we present to be at work and outside of work, you know, we tend to live our lives and be a little bit wild and a little bit reckless sometimes. Um, And I am mindful of of the things I post on social media. I will admit, uh, because I don't want anything to come back that would cost me to lose my job. But I guess I'm wondering if there's like, if there's a certain limit to things you can do, like, for example, you know, if, if I'm, I don't know. Like, let's let me give a wild example. So, if I decide to do like porn on the side, should that affect my nine to five? You know, as much as I want to say it shouldn't, it is. Because... And I know that's an extreme example, but I'm just thinking because we're living in the age of OnlyFans, right? And right. that's a form of adult entertainment that people are making money off of. And if I decide to start an OnlyFans and, you know, show a little skin for some cash, is that going to affect my nine to five? 
Right. But I also think that it depends on the company. If you go to Amazon and tell and they find out you're doing porn on the side, they probably won't care. You might just be like have your videos passed around in the break room. However, if you're a school teacher running an OnlyFans account and your students find it, mm-hmm. like can you only imagine when there's memes going around a high school about Mrs. Smith and her weekend job? Right. But I mean, I don't know. It's I almost want to say that my nine to five shouldn't dictate everything I do, but I do understand that because I would be mortified if I was teaching and the kid was like, Ooh, I found your only fans because kids can find anything. They can, as we know. Right. But at the same time, like that's what happens with companies that you sign like uh, a public disclosure, like, that's what happens and I feel like you need to be aware of that when you sign up for these jobs and very similarly like I hear of like people when they're about to start like a podcast like they go to their HR department to make sure like I'm thinking about starting a podcast or I'm thinking about you know starting you know something and I just wanted to make sure that it's okay like people are are double checking like to see if that is going to affect what they're doing especially depending on the topic right now we're doing like a chit chat type podcast so there was no need for me to do that but i could also see if i was you know talking about loose activities on the weekend and getting pretty explicit yeah we haven't gotten to that point yet but even then i still don't feel that that should necessarily affect my job as long as i'm not talking or doing anything illegal um or significantly inappropriate i think I don't think it should matter. Right. I think it depends on the policies that your job creates. And I also think that certain places have those policies for a reason. Um, now, I wouldn't say that I, I know anything about that, but I do feel like, especially if you're in a public facing position and you are open to public scrutiny, like then I also think that you just have to take extra precaution because why not? Like it costs zero dollars to like be observant and, you just got to think of those things. Right. You just got to be smart. Exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, but we know everyone's not. Right. So yeah. I was just thinking that celebrities are not always smart, but people forget celebrities are regular people too that have opinions about things. And I feel like celebrities get dragged all the time for things that they do in their personal life because it's broadcasted more. Um, and, you know, their opinions about things. Exactly. And I mean, they lose out on real checks. Like, People lose sponsorships, people lose movie deals, people lose network connections, all because they had an opinion because they wanted to use their platform for how they truly felt. But do you think that people are, are getting too sensitive when it comes to like the things that celebrities say? Because again, I want to reiterate that I feel like they're people too. Like Just like you and I have some opinions that other people may not agree with, but because my life is so much more as a celebrity broadcast, it's almost like I don't have a right to have an opinion. See, I think that because they're public facing and they have a platform in some ways, mm-hmm. I feel like they signed up for that because no matter what they do, they're going to get scrutinized. There's going to be people who are like, yes, like braid that baby's hair. And there's going to be other people <laughs> that say, no, like don't braid her hair. Like stop stealing like our ideas. 
Right. Celebrities do put up with a lot of stuff. And I do agree to a certain extent, like this is your job. You signed up for it. So this is what comes with it. But sometimes I do feel like when I'm reading the blogs, because I admit I, you know, sometimes I spend a little bit too much time on Instagram reading the blogs. I be in the shade room. I be on baller alert and all the other sites, you know, just reading what's coming up. And I see how frustrating it must be for these celebrities that everything they say gets twisted and taken out of um you know it just gets taken out of context and now they they're out here making these apologies over something that we would never apologize for no but i mean they're also their money comes from their fan base so if they upset majority of their fans they're gonna do whatever it is to keep the money rolling and that's honestly how the economy works and why like people are taking money out of these people's livelihoods like our economy is driven by money it is and we will cancel you real quick and that's what they're doing they're canceling these businesses they're leaving bad yelp reviews and like when i go to book some service i always look at yelp reviews so if i'm looking at and there's 747 comments about ken being racist and his wife dragging me and trying to hit me in a gas station i'm not going business with them I need to do better about checking Yelp reviews because sometimes I don't like the reviews because I know that some people can just be very extra and um, you know some people are out to sabotage certain businesses but maybe I need to pay a little bit more attention. Yeah but I honestly think if you can read comments with a critical eye you will be fine because I mean something as simple as me when I order my weave on AliExpress there's always going to be good comments and there's always going to be bad comments, but I can also sift through and see if there's a real quality issue with the hair or is it because somebody didn't like the price and it took too long to get there. That's true. Yeah. That's just something I need to get better about. It's not that I don't check the reviews. I guess I just always want to make my own opinion about something. Right. And I I think, and I want to make this very clear for anyone who's listening whether you're a person of color, whether you're a Karen, whether you're married to a Karen, or whether you're questioning if you may or may not be a Karen. (laughs) That too. (laughs) You are are entitled to your own opinion. But I only thing I want to get clear is racism is not a debate and it's not an opinion. Like, it's bad. And once we all get on that same page, there would be no fight to move forward. Like, we shouldn't have to explain to you that calling me an N-word because you get frustrated is not okay. Like, you can call me stupid, you can call me whatever, because we fighting, we're mad, we're irritated. But as soon as you take the N-word and bring something I can't change into it, that's a problem. Right. Yeah, I mean, this, the whole climate of things that we've been dealing with the last couple of weeks, um, it, it's it's been really wild and I've just paid attention to a lot of the conversations and the feedback and things that have been going on and um, some things I've just chosen to stay silent on and other things you know like this topic you know I enjoy talking about because it's really just been something that you know has caught my eye Um, and I feel like the you know we're going to end up continuing to have a lot more of these conversations as the weeks go by because I don't think the Karens and the Kens are going to stop I don't think that um in general, people are going to stop doing, you know, losing their jobs because of some of their opinions and things that are happening outside of their jobs. And especially with a lot of the celebrities um, 
speaking out about things that are going on. We're going to see a lot of people getting canceled and dragged based on, you know, and like you said, losing sponsorships and things like that based on their opinions and where they stand on the side of these issues. Uh, which actually, I'm actually, I'm glad some of these things are happening in a sense because it is facilitating conversations that people weren't having before. Mm-hmm. But but it also shows, um, it also just shows that people don't know how to respect other people's opinions or don't know the difference between, like you said, an opinion versus, you know, being racist, <laughs> you know, and and how exactly. that affects things. Because like you said, I don't have to like chocolate ice cream. You could like strawberry ice cream. That's your preference. Exactly. But that's that but you know, me saying, you know, I don't care for this certain group of people because of their ethnicity, that's a problem. Exactly. And it's that simple. But I do think that, you know, I, I'm really enjoying the conversation. I, I am. Like as triggering as it can be, I am enjoying the conversation. Um, I think it shed a lot of light onto situations that you know we weren't necessarily talking about before and I like that I like that people are more open to listening uh to like the everyday struggles and I like that there's a focus on it but don't necessarily let the media tell you the conversation create that conversation yourself yes because I have noticed the media has definitely made what's going on in the world um I don't want to say it's making it like smaller or or bigger than it really is but day by day it just seems to be like the coverage is a little different I definitely feel like the coverage has kind of declined a little bit as far as what's going on and then and that might be because some of the protesting and and you know the looting and some of the marches have decreased but at the flip side I just feel like maybe the media doesn't want to cover it as much because they don't want the people in uproar yes I mean it's it's frustrating. It's it's a triggering conversation. It's hard to talk about, but it's necessary. Right. But, you know, one thing I love about our people in general, when I say our people, I'm talking about African-American people <laughs> and people of color, minorities. Um, we know how to take a bad situation and turn it around for the good. We know how to turn our pain into pleasure and move forward. And so, um, for those of you that don't know, this year it really seems like a lot of people took the time to really celebrate Juneteenth. Now, for those of you that don't know what Juneteenth is, Juneteenth is um, the official time where the last group of enslaved people were actually freed, which was like two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by uh, President Lincoln. And so, and I believe these uh, people were enslaved in Texas. So although people like to say, oh, you know, Lincoln freed the slaves, you know, with the Emancipation Proclamation, um, not true. A lot of slave owners were mad, mad, okay? They was pissed (laughs) that they was losing their property because that's what they thought we were. And I mean, that's the facts. They was pissed and they were refusing to let these people go. And so um, June, Juneteenth, um, is a day that African-Americans celebrate because that is when we like to say that we were officially free. And so I love to seeing everybody celebrate, um, you know, here in the Chicagoland area, it was real blackity black, black. And I was all here for it. You know, there was marches. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. 
Yeah, they had marches. They had festivities in the parks. They was doing things for the kids. People came out in their T-shirts. You know, um, anything that was Black-related, people were doing it. And Black people said, we ain't celebrating the 4th of July no more. Nope. They said it's a wrap for that. And I appreciated it because I admit, I've never really celebrated Juneteenth. I've known about it, but I just don't feel like our people really really celebrated it until now exactly and I also really loved like I know that it's a progressive small step um, but I did really enjoy that companies were um, making this an official paid holiday for their employees um, so people could really you know take the time to learn what it is because it's very sad that you know this isn't as um, as taught in school as it should be it's not I honestly can truly tell you I didn't know what it meant. Um, it didn't have a significant meaning because I never really learned about it. Right. I may have touched on it on a textbook in third grade and never talked about it again. Honestly, I don't even recall learning about this during Black History Month. Exactly. You, you know, this is something that I've really learned more about as an adult. And I'm I'm excited to see how it continues and you know maybe next year for Juneteenth it'll continue to be you know a big celebration and this will definitely be something that I want to teach my children about right um one thing that I'm really learning is that we have to educate our youth Mm -hmm. ourselves because I, I don't think we can trust it to the system all the time and like this is what I mean when we we need to read to our kids we need to spend our own time teaching them about their history because we can't let the school systems do it all. Oh no. And we already know that the school systems don't teach a lot about African-American history. They teach the version of it that they think is appropriate. Right. Or the things that are, aren't too hard to talk about. Which is interesting to me because we learn a lot of things in school about history that is not appropriate and that is difficult to talk about but somehow the history between you know how African Americans were treated in this you know and not even just African Americans like the history that they teach children about the relationship between like Native Americans and the people the colonizers that came over here is so whitewashed exactly it's not a fairy tale <laughs> like you know we're we're taught and this could be a whole nother conversation. So I won't even get down into it. Like all the stuff that you're taught in schools that are so surface level. I guess that's the best way to put it. And that is a great way to put it because a lot of people talk about surface level education or surface level issues. And sometimes I really feel like we are just, you know, people are like, Oh, I hope this is all behind us and we we get to better days. But honestly, I feel like we're just now scratching the surface. And I know that that's scary to say with everything that's going on, but we're just scratching the surface. Like, great. I'm glad these companies are listening to us. I'm glad that they're sending out emails. They're standing in solidarity. Um, They're talking about um, these paid days off for, you know, Juneteenth now. I'm, I'm great to hear all of those things. And I'm really glad that we're moving forward. But I mean, there's still the root of the issue. Like, people of color are not on these boards there's not people of color in these executive roles there's not people of color representing your brand and looking for different brand ambassadors 
Right. So we we have a long way to go. We do have a long way of, to go. And I, I don't want that to be a scary thing. Like it needs to be celebrated. And if we look at it as a celebration of we're progressively moving forward, I think it'd be so much smoother. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do feel like we definitely have a long way to go. I am happy with some of the progress we've seen um, in a relatively short period, especially since everything has been going on, but it needs to continue. Um, you know, it, it, it just really needs to continue. You know, some of these comments that these companies are making, it's all cool and all, but you should have kept the same energy a little while ago. So I, I definitely want to see some changes. Um, and speaking of changes, while we're talking about all of this, because um, I, I think this is something interesting to talk about. Have you been seeing that they're now changing the name of um, like Uncle Ben's Rice and Aunt Jemima? I'm probably saying that wrong, but Aunt Jemima's uh, maple syrup? Yes. And people are going crazy. Yeah, people are losing their minds over that. Right. But you know what? Like, it's that's not what we're asking for. And I need to make this very clear. We did not <laughs> ask for this. We didn't we but, didn't we didn't ask for that, you know, to change. However, it should have been changed a long time ago. But I'm glad some, they're changing it now. Right. Somebody said, like, uh, I'm sorry you can't pour your slavery sauce on your pancakes, Karen. Right. But then it poses the questions too, like, are they doing too much again like and and i posed this question earlier like are we being too sensitive or should they just leave that stuff alone it is a racial stereotype so i do understand but it's also been like this for so long and they knew it was a racial stereotype for years they didn't just wake up today and say "Ooh." and you know like i feel like this is one of those things where it's a it's an opinion like is it opinion or is it like black and white? And I'm not sure if I know the answer to that. Honestly. They're changing Eskimo pies as well. Um, yeah. and, I, and I believe that's an ice, a ice cream sandwich. Eskimo pies? Yeah, I believe that's an ice cream sandwich. Nonetheless, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's a something else that they also say is, you know, racially, it's a racial stereotype and they should change the name. Yes, um, but this I, conversation started long before us. Like U of I used to be the uh, mascot, used to be the the Chiefs, or and they had to take down their Indian headdress because, like, we've been having these conversations, but it's just like, where does it stop? Right. Well, I, what? Sorry if you all heard that. You know, people are popping fireworks around here, and it, it's getting wild. That's okay. Because that just scared me. You're fine. You know, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll go ahead and wrap up now. <laughs> Since it's getting a little loud. Around. Just got scared. I, you know, I did. I just lost my train of thought. You know, the the whole sky just lit up over here by me. And I just We're still took... celebrating Juneteenth. Yeah, that, that's what it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be people just really celebrating Juneteenth around here. But um, I mean, I really enjoy this this conversation and honestly I, I definitely feel like this conversation is gonna continue as um you know time goes on right and I also you know I understand that this topic is heavy and I appreciate everyone listening I appreciate everyone um having their own opinion and I just want us to continue to stay positive make sure that you're practicing self-care if you need to sign out of social media please do so. Yes. If you need a conversation outside of this, 
Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call a friend or a family member and check on them. Because if you're struggling, someone else is struggling. Let's all continue to uplift each other. We are a community that gets stronger every day and we will not break. Very well said. So on that note, thanks everyone for joining us. Please don't forget, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, please reach out to us um, at our email, pspotpod at gmail.com. Again, it's pspotpod at gmail.com. And you can find um, that email written in the comment section, wherever you're listening to. Um, we would really appreciate your feedback, some you know topic suggestions, maybe some questions, a little advice here and there. And we look forward to talking to you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.